The motorsports world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with Jim Beaver. Welcome to this week's General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, kicking off the show, and... uh, yeah, we've got uh, a fun, I guess another, what, uh, quarantine edition of the show. But, uh, yeah, we've got a fun guest lineup this week, and we've also got a big throwback. Back to episode number 300. A couple years ago, we're pulling out one out of the archives. we got Mr. Ken Block going to be on the show in a uh, best-of interview in hour number two. You don't want to miss that one. We'll also dive into NASCAR, right? They're going racing again. We're going to talk about it. Also, some rumors swirling about Supercross, IndyCar, Formula One, some big announcements. Man, uh, you know, people are antsy, and they are ready to go racing, and we are going to uh, try and dissect the news, the rumors, the cancellations, and uh, the new schedules the best we can to kick off hour number two, but because that's being moved to hour number two, it's good reason. Because hour number one, we're coming out swinging after this break. It is going to be Connor Daly. Yes, IndyCar driver. You know him from uh, not only Carlin, but uh, also Ed Carpenter Racing. He's got a full-time IndyCar program this year, but he's also become one of the faces of iRacing, one of the guys that's been pushed up there to the forefront of sim racing over this, uh, uh, I guess, I don't know, this shutdown that we're in. But he's also got an insane Twitch following. Uh, you know, his Discord has become uh, almost viral every single time he fires it up. He's got Chad Reed, Travis Pastrana, Alex Rossi, Hinch, uh, you know, the usual suspects on there. And it is downright hilarious. Uh, he's found a way to thrive uh, as everybody else is shut down. So we're going to have Connor Daly, one, talking about Indy- IndyCar season, and it's getting ready to get underway here in June. But, uh, you know, he's going to be talking about iRacing and everything else. So that is definitely uh, going to be fun uh, to catch up with Connor. It's been a while. Uh, You know, I had him penciled on at the start of the year. Hey, we need to talk with Connor Daly. He's got a full-time IndyCar program. Well, took a little bit, but we're going to catch up with him. We're still going to talk about the IndyCar program. Uh, So Connor never disappoints. And we've also got my good friend Mia Chapman, Red Bull athlete, off-road racer. She's going to be chiming in. She's gone iRacing. And, uh, you know, she's got a big year ahead of her in off-road. So uh, we're going to talk about the mid-400 and her season so far and uh, sim racing. And, man, we got a lot to talk about. You got questions, hit me up at JimBeaver15 on social media. We'll get those in the show today. And with that, we're going to take a short commercial break here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind general tire has you covered from the all-new g-max rs to the grabber atx no matter what you drive general tire will get you where you're going learn more at GeneralTire.com. general tire cruising with a down and dirty radio show since 2012 you want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. 
I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425 888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to uh, the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Got uh, got my buddy Connor Daly on the line, who uh, I guess going to be a full-time IndyCar driver this year, but uh, right now you're a full-time iRacer, my friend. How's everything going? Yeah, it's an interesting title to uh, have. I I never really expected that, um, but yeah, here we are. I mean, it's a, it's obviously a weird time to be alive right now, um, but uh, we got to do the best with what we've got right now, which is currently um, video games and uh, steering wheels in our uh, guest bedrooms. In my case, so that's pretty wild. Uh, I got a radio studio in my guest bedroom, so there you go. You know what I mean? It's uh, we do what we got to do to stay relevant, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we, you know, I, I, I've always been into video games, love video games. Yeah. I've always been called a nerd by my friends, but now a lot of the other drivers are putting in more hours than I do. So I, it's, you know, it's, it's hilarious. The tables have turned. Everyone is now a nerd and, um, you know, we're all, uh, competing like it's a real race every weekend because it's just, you know, we're competitive humans. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, and it's funny, I had this conversation with somebody yesterday, and I said, you know, out of everybody in motorsport, and, uh, you know, we don't want to get into the guys who have definitely hurt their stock by uh, the whole uh, iRacing thing, but out of everybody in motorsport, I said, you know, Connor, I said, I said, I appreciate him because I said, you go into the IndyCar season, and then you look a month and a half later, and I said, Connor's the one guy who's actually improved his stock. Because not only do we know you're a badass IndyCar driver, but now you've got this social following in, in the iRacing community and gaming and everything else. Like, 
Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a way to be successful in the middle of a pandemic, but somehow you figured out a way to stay relevant and actually improve your stock, man. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. I mean, it's, it's all about building your brand. I mean, every day, uh, even, even when the world was, you know, was running as normal, uh, you know, you got to build your brand every day, whether it's on social media or whatever. And I mean, I've been on the Twitch, you know, on the Twitch stuff for a while, but, uh, you know, I, I've never really played racing games, so it's not really been super appealing to, I guess, my core fan base. Um, but now I'm forced into it. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's something my fan base has enjoyed. I think, you know, I'm, I'm still going to be streaming as much as I normally stream, you know, when, when this whole pandemic is over, I'll probably play a little bit more call of duty than I will. I racing, but, um, I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the iRacing stuff. I think I'll probably still end up doing some oval races with some people cause the oval stuff is fun. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's something you got to think about building your brand. You know, the Twitch platform that we have is so great to have fans engaged, get people that support you are able to support you, uh, you know, in multiple ways on their platform. So I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, and I, I want to ask how you, because your Twitch stream has become like its own thing. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, and you've got, I mean, uh, it's what everybody talks about when you guys, whether it be, you know, we had my off-road event, you guys have the rallycross stuff, you got the IndyCar stuff, you know, but your stream, I mean, and, and you know, you got the usual suspects, you and uh, Alex and, and Trav, and uh, I know Chad Reed pops on there, Hinch does with some of the events, things like that, you know, it's like, uh, one, <laughs> how did this whole thing get organized? Because now it's become like the place to go when, when something's on, everybody wants to tune into your Twitch, Twitch feed just so they can hear the chaos. Yeah, certainly it's been surprising how much it's taken off, I guess. Um, I think what ended up happening is, you know, obviously the IndyCar guys, we sort of all, you know, my, my close friends at least, like I already knew how to operate the internet racing community. Right? I, was, I already knew, like I knew what a Discord was. I knew where we could get together and chat um, and, and, you know, at least hang out while we're doing this iRacing. Uh, and then I told everyone, well, you know, by the way, I'm streaming this as well. And they're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And then, you know, it just kind of, it kind of went from there. So, uh, I think it's, you know, it's a place where we can all just be really honest and, and laugh about what we're doing at the same time as trying to compete. Um, and then, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, now we're, you know, we got Travis Pastrana in there. We've got Chad Reed, uh, you know, Chad is a good friend of mine. We raced against each other last year in the Lamborghini super GFO series, um, which was really cool. And I mean, I've been a fan of Chad for a long time. Yeah. Like the guy is, you know, I, I was always number 22 when I was growing up. That's mainly because my dad was 22 at one point in formula one, but Chad's obviously repped the number 22 for a long time. And he's, he's been a legend. So it's really cool to be a part of, um, of that little group of people. And, and it's been hilarious. So coming out of this quarantine to be friends with Travis Pastrana and Chad Reed. And, and, and I, I think that's, uh, we can hang that up as a life goal achieved. Yeah, well, and you what you got to hang out with uh, uh, Trav. You guys shot uh, what, it was a Red Bull video, right, at Indianapolis Motor Speedway this winter, and you were the you were one of the golfers in the video, right? So I know you you and Trav Trav had uh, hung out before, right? And it was during that Red Bull shoot in the middle of uh, like a frigid ass Indianapolis winter. Oh no, I, I they did not know I was a driver or anything. I didn't see Trav once. I was purely <laughs> used as an extra uh, oh, really? on on the golf. Didn't even see Rossi that day. It was literally just 
it was so cold that no one was really hanging out, and I was just used as a golfer. Oh, that's funny. So the truth comes out about that video because I figured I was like, oh, that'd be a fun group to hang out with, right? No, it was – and everybody that I've talked to, you know, I know – I think Liza said, she's like, that was like literally one of the coldest days ever to be out there filming. She's like, no, don't want to do it again. Well, it was terrible, honestly. Great product, though. Like, it was a great finished product, but gosh, it was uh, – <laughs> That was a rough. That was a rough day. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about 2020, man, because we'll come back to the iRacing stuff in a minute. Um, but I know this was we hadn't caught up, but I know this was actually this was a really you know I guess until the rug got pulled out from all of us, and it'll still be an epic year for you. But you know you, you're one of the guys I know. You know you, you've obviously last year you, you found you know some numerous homes, had a great run in Indianapolis. Uh, you know finished tenth. There, you know, coming into this season, though, I mean, uh, you know, you picked up that ride with with ECR, which, you know, was for all the all the road and street courses plus Indy, which had to have you stoked, man, because ECR at Indy, I mean, that's you you know, that's a a car that can put you on the pole, you know, and then you also, you know, brought on Carlin for the remaining oval. So you somehow spliced together a full time ride in IndyCar. I mean, it wasn't in the normal traditional sense, but you had to be pumped to be back full time in the IndyCar series this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been working at it for, for years. Uh, you know, it's, it's been, you know, since 2017, uh, you know, since we've been full time. So it's really cool to, to get back to that. It's, it's been a long road. It's been tough. I'm not really sure how it's, uh, you know, I, I didn't really know how it was going to go at times. Um, but the only reason I'm here is because of the U S air force. I mean, they're, they're the only legitimate reason why I'm, you know, why I'm still an IndyCar driver, which is, um, you know, which is, which I'm really thankful for, uh, it's an incredible sponsor and incredible partner, uh, to be able to represent for, um, and, and yeah, I mean, it, it is going to be exciting. Do we get less races? Yes. Which is very similar to how, you know, I assumed what would, you know, I never would I assume that there would be a pandemic when I get reemployed for a full-time season, but I figured something of this nature would happen. I do tend to have bad luck, but that's fine. Um, so <laughs> Sorry, sorry to all those who've had their seasons affected. It's probably my fault. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Two great teams. Carlin's awesome. I'm actually starting the season with Carlin, oddly enough, now because Texas is technically our first race. So uh, that'll be the first time ever in my IndyCar career I will have been with the same team at the same track two years in a row. So it's uh, it's going to be exciting to to do that, and then. Um, when we get to the Ed Carpenter racing team, I can't wait to work with those guys. It's been so fun to get to know everyone and, and, and get to know Ed a lot better. Uh, they run such a great organization and uh, I'm just, I'm so pumped to get back, you know, to real life. Yeah. Well, and how, how does the schedule, I mean, obviously you guys all, you, you guys are professionals, you can adapt and, you know, overcome, but how, how does this new schedule kind of throw a wrench in your plans. I mean, you guys had everything planned out and, and obviously I know it probably the teams, I mean, it's got them working double time trying to figure out logistics and everything else of this new, new schedule, you know, but uh, you as a driver, I mean, you kind of had an idea of the way the, the flow of the season was going to go, things like that with tracks, travel, you know, and, and the mix of uh, ovals and, and road courses and things like that, you know, and now all of a sudden, you know, like you said, you were starting out in Texas. I think we got, what, a trio of dates in Indianapolis. I mean, uh, you know, how, how has this changed the way you're approaching things just because it's completely different, man? I mean, month of May? I mean, we're playing we're, we're playing iRacing in the month of May. Something's weird, you know? <laughs> and you know what? Before we let Connor answer that question, we've got to take a short commercial break here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5331 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you have a story to share? Your story. Lifetime Private Autobiography Services can help. We will interview you by video or phone to get your memories in your words using your pictures. Our staff of talented writers will then recreate your story into a beautifully handcrafted book. You'll receive 10 individual copies for friends and family to enjoy for generations to come. Visit privateautobiography.com to schedule a free consultation. Mention this ad for a bonus audio recording from your personal interviews. To get started, visit privateautobiography.com or call 844-921-2802. That's 844-921-2802. Remember and be remembered with this gift of a lifetime. And we're back here on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, before we went to uh, before we went to the break, you know, we started uh, talking uh, kind of about the the month of May and and IndyCar and the Indy Five Hundred and and kind of the craziness. So uh, I guess Connor, we'll let you uh, kind of pick up where we left off there and and chime in on uh, on the month of May. Yeah, it's it's honestly like it, it does make me sad to think about. Uh, you know, I. I have never in my life, ever since I existed as a human, has there not been an Indy 500 in the month of May. I, it's, it's just, it's not it, every every year of my life I've been at the track. Every year of my life I've, you know, I've been excited for the race as a fan and then a driver. Um, so it is, it is going to be mentally quite difficult, I think, as we go through the next couple weeks. Um, but 
you know, we, we do have something to look forward to. I mean, we have, we have Texas in June. We have a schedule that's 15 races, um, you know, and, and hopefully more. Maybe they can add more. I don't know. Um, I mean, I think it's a dynamic situation that is going to always change. Everyone's going to have to adapt. I think the toughest thing for me being with a new team with Ed Carpenter is the fact that now testing is not allowed anymore. So, you know, we were going to do a lot of testing throughout the year because the team, the team doesn't cut corners at all. I mean, we have, you know, we had plenty of test days lined up all, as much as we could do. Um, and now all that's gone and it's, it's going to be very short race weekends. It looks like potentially, um, you know, until we get things a little bit more back to normal. So, it's going to be really tough on drivers, really tough on rookies. Um, it's going to be really tough. I think everyone's going to try and, you know, go big or go home type of an approach. There could be a lot of mistakes. Um, so you just got to hope that, you know, you make it through the first few races as, as a bit of a information collecting journey and uh, try to, you know, try to stay, stay good in the points, try to stay up towards the front um, and then really hit your stride, you know, mid season when, when the Indy 500 is happening in August. So we'll see what happens. How, how important was it? We're talking about, you know, your 2020 that you've got lined up and and this full-time ride and how important was 2019 in that, you know, you, you, a lot of drivers, when things don't work their way, they kind of just fade, fade away and just wait for that phone call and they start sending emails. They, they're not really, you know, I, I guess, you know, in, in Pickbill's picture. But uh, you, I mean, on the other hand, you went, you know, you picked up some rides here and there. Obviously, you had a great run at Indy. Uh, you know, you did some stuff with Midgets. You ran the Chili Bowl. Obviously, you were talking about, you know, the Lamborghini Series. Um, you know, I know, you know, you were driving, what, the, uh, the two-seater when you got a chance. I mean, how was that, like, staying in front of people? You know, how, how important was everything you were doing and staying in the public eye? You know, did, did that help bring this ride in 2020 together? Honestly, it, it's a really humbling experience. I mean, you go from two years in a row of being, you know, being the guy, you know, at the team, you're working, working towards, you know, winning races. You know, we were on the podium my rookie year, felt so good. 2017 I thought was a building year into a, you know, a two or three year deal with this team really, really enjoyed working with the guys at Foyt. Um, and they, they needed a financial solution that I didn't have. Um, and, and you kind of end up literally a fish out of water. Uh, so it, it, it's tough. It, it's awkward. It's annoying. Um, you know, I, I, you know, showing up, driving the two seater or just walking around. I mean, seeing all my friends doing what I love to do, and I can't do it, uh, is really tough. So I, I, I see how it would be hard for others to, you know, potentially go through that or even, you know, as an ego thing, like kind of having your ego crushed and kind of going back to just walking around in a, in a polo and jeans, um, every weekend. Uh, but, but it was what was necessary. And, and honestly, it was totally worth it. I mean, to be back now full time, I mean, I have so many goals that I want to accomplish still. Um, I want, I've, I've been dying to get in a car at some of these tracks that I felt, uh, you know, I was quite strong at in 2016, uh, rookie year. Um, and I'm just, I'm so pumped. So it was worth it. It's a very humbling experience. It's, it's not, it's not what I want to have to go through again. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I appreciate those for sure who, you know, who helped me out and who got me to the racetrack, who let me stay on their couch in their hotel rooms at race weekends at times um you know just so i could be there yeah well in i got i want to ask too because i had him as a guest on the show uh what are we talking a few months back when his new tv show was debuting but i uh, got to know Derek feeler really, really well and 
I think one of the cool things about you is, you know, wearing the polo and jeans, you're actually able to be an ambassador for IndyCar and, and then some of, you know, the, the charities and different organizations you work with, you know. But uh, I know Derek Thieler. I had him on the show, and he's like, this is a motorsports show. He's like, do you know Connor Daly? I'm like, yeah, dude, I know Connor Daly. And he's like, dude, that guy is awesome. You know, and so, uh, you know, I, I start looking at things. I look at things like that, and I'm like, you know, it did give you some opportunities to meet some people from other walks of life, you know, that – when you're full-time just wearing the suit, concentrating on racing, you probably didn't get a chance to meet, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and getting to, getting to do the fastest seat in sports, you know, I got to meet a couple people, you know, doing that, which is really cool. And Derek, Derek's a great guy. Uh, obviously the connection there is, you know, he's a type one diabetic like myself. So, um, so that was, that was really cool to talk about that and then kind of, you know, become friends, uh, you know, through, you know, through that. And, Obviously, I had him out to Portland last year, which lasted about 500 yards. Um, but uh, you know, but it was, it was still really cool to have him out there. And I'm definitely going to have him to another race this year. Hopefully, if we can if we can have people to races. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it's it, I I got to meet a lot of people. You know, thankfully, uh, IndyCar was able to use me in a couple different ways. And and I kept telling him, I said, literally, use me. You have access to me every weekend. You can. You can, I'll do anything. I, you know, I'll, I'll clean the floors. I don't care. I mean, I'll talk to fans, do whatever you need to do. Um, and so I think, again, that helps the brand. It builds the brand a little bit. And, uh, you know, it all, it all, it all was positive in the end. So, uh, you know, going back, I guess we, we're wrapping up the, uh, the iRacing and IndyCar series. We're going to shift gears and uh, start in June, hopefully, uh, hopefully go racing at Texas. But uh, I, I guess we got a big one left for iRacing. I mean, uh, I got to wonder, you know, obviously, you know, there's the iRacing Indy 500. How, 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 I guess it's not an actual 500 miles. What are they calling it? Like the, I don't know, 70 laps or something like that. I can't remember. But, I mean, is this a big thing to win? I mean, it's Indy, right? I mean, if you win this, is it like a big thing? I mean, you know, you know how, I mean, I know the guys are having fun with it. If you win, it's cool. But, I mean, how big would be winning the iRacing Indy 500 be? Uh, I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I still see it as a, uh, as something that's just, you know, whoever spent 10,000 hours on it this week is probably going to win. Uh, am I going to do that? Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> is anyone else doing it that I know? Nope. Alex hasn't even done a lap yet. He just, he just doesn't want to do a lap till Saturday, which is definitely not possible because we have a practice race later today. So, uh, so I don't know. It, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't think you can predict it. I think our people are going to be a little bit more, you know, focused and dedicated towards it and try to be a little bit more aggressive. Yes. I mean, it's indie, and I think people – it is special no matter what. And, and I would love to win. I think that would be awesome. Um, but uh, but you just never know. I mean, it, it's – you could so easily get wiped out in a crash lap one. Um, you could so easily – you know, get disconnected from the internet all of a sudden <laughs> and something happens. So uh, it's, um, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a battle. There's going to be people angry at other people. Um, and you know what? I just hope that we make it through the whole thing and show up at the end with something to fight for. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and going back, talking about Indy, let's talk about the real Indy. I mean, it's been running in the late summer, uh, temperature. I mean, it's going to be humid as hell in Indianapolis around that time. You're an Indiana boy. You understand that. I mean, uh, you know, what, what, what are we looking at difference wise? I mean, th- those couple of months are going to make a massive difference for the Indy 500. I mean, what are you thinking about this running in late summer the way it is? I mean, it, it's got to be different for drivers, teams, everybody. I mean, th- that's just the, the conditions are going to be completely different. 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I think the month of May is always interesting because uh, the weather is actually quite inconsistent sometimes. I mean, I remember starting the month of May in 2016, and it was you know 48 degrees when we started the you know the the month of uh, the month of May with the Grand Prix of Indy. So, um, you know, it's it's it, it can be you know two years ago was the hottest race on record. So, you know, will it be that hot in August? I don't know. I was looking at some data, some what data on the weather and. You know, it's actually pretty similar to May. I think the only thing is it's probably consistently more humid. Um, so we'll see. I mean, we don't have any testing, so, uh, you know, we won't get to go there before August. But once we – I think the most interesting thing about this new month of May slash month of August, um, you know, whatever Indy 500 uh, month it is, um, the practice will be so, so important. It'll be the first time really we've had – more than a day of practice, I think, all year long. So it'll be, you know, there'll be people running as much as physically possible, as much as the tires will allow. Um, so that could be really exciting come uh, come August. Yeah. Well, and I guess with no testing in that, like you talked about, you know, practice are going to be crucial, but it's got to have you feeling a, a little more comfortable heading into this one, knowing you're with ECR. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel comfortable. But again, each team has a different, um, you know, a different way they like to, you know, set up cars and a different way that they have, uh, you know, the different setup philosophy. So it's going to feel different no matter what to, to what I've driven. And even, you know, even when people said, oh, well, you're going to feel great in an Andretti car. I absolutely did. It was awesome. But the first three days, I mean, we were still like 18th, 20th, 18th. Yeah. And it took time to sort of get into – where I want it to be, uh, you know, set up wise, because every driver, you know, every driver is different. And then sure enough, you know, once we figured it all out, you know, we were quickest on fast Friday, you knew qualified 10th or qualified 11th, you know, really happy with it. Um, and, and Alex Rossi and I had, you know, two of the fastest Andretti cars in the race. So, um, it, it, it does take time. It will take time, but, uh, I can definitely start in a confident place for sure. Well, Connor, uh, you know, I appreciate you taking the time, buddy. I know, uh, you know, your iRacing career is calling. You guys got some, uh, got some racing to do later today or at least uh, in the sim, man. But uh, always fun catching up. I know I got a couple of more uh, events we're going to be running in May, uh, some fun stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll let a teaser. I think we're going to run Pro 2s at Laguna Seca. So uh, if you want in on that, dude, I, I know you and the boys are all welcome. So I appreciate that, man. All right. Take it easy, brother. Uh, you too, man. Thanks. Always fun having Connor Daly on the show. Got to appreciate him and the hustle and making things happen, uh, you know, uh, amidst uh, all the craziness in the world. We're going to shift gears, though. We're going to have Young Gun, Mia Chapman, right here on the show. We'll return after this break on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than 
than Polaris in their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I would like to uh, welcome uh, my very good friend, Ms. Mia Chapman, to the show. What's uh, what's happening, Mia? <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me. Just uh, trying to keep busy with the soft time, and about it. Yeah, well, I kind of feel bad for you because uh, here you are, like you graduate high school. It's supposed to be like, all right, this is going to be an epic year. I graduated high school. We're going to get rolling. I'm a professional race car driver. And then it's like the rug pulled out from under you, right? It's like, ah, pump the brakes, pause. We're not going to let you do anything. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's definitely a bummer. Uh, the plan was to graduate high school early and take the time to focus on racing. And now with this virus stuff, we got a lot of downtime, but... It is what it is. We're doing our best to keep busy and uh, keep the sponsors happy and see what we can do to help. Yeah, well, I know uh, it's funny you say keep the sponsors happy and just we'll, we'll let the cat out of the bag so people tuning in know. But uh, me and I and uh, her family have a really good relationship, and I, I actually help manage Mia, so uh, I, I kind of have an idea what's going on. But So that's why this is going to be funny. But I know, like, going into things, I know, like, so this is before – 
the coronavirus hit, your dad had bought you and your brother a sim rig. And so he he and I had talked, and we thought, oh, yeah, it'd be kind of a cool thing to cross-train or whatever. And so, uh, you know, he was he bought it, and then right place at the right time, this, like, this, you know, this pandemic hits, right? And so everybody's scrambling, trying to get sim rigs and steering wheels and things like that. And here you guys have this one sitting at your house, you know? So it was like, oh, we can race. Everybody wants to go racing. We've got this. We can go race. And you hadn't really put much thought into it. You're like, ah, it's there. Like you played on it, whatever. Now all of a sudden, this thing that you probably didn't like so much has become like your lifeline, right? Because you're racing like in on Fox TV and all these other things. Like it's become this part of you that you probably didn't even really want to begin with, right? Yeah, no, exactly. It's crazy how like the timing worked out with all of that. Like right when we got it, everything started happening and now I mean, pretty much the only option was, you know, hop on it, you know, see what it was all about. And at first, you know, like you said, I was kind of iffy about it just because, like, I'm not a big, like, sit down, like, on a computer in front of a screen. But uh, no, now that I spend more time on it, it's, it's really fun and learning how to drive the cars. I mean, it's totally different than actually, like, driving a race car, but it's been fun learning all of it. Yeah, well, and that's what I was going to say because, like, both those tracks that uh, that you're racing, you know, well, I guess that Short Course has. Let's put that put it that way. That Short Course has. So they got uh, Wild Horse Pass and the Wild West Motorsports Park, and you've raced both of those, uh, you know, before and in mod carts and UTVs and stuff like that. I mean, is there? I know the tracks are the same, but is there like any similarities to real short course racing and then like what you're doing on on the sim? Well, yeah, it's funny because we stepped away from short course, you know, starting this year. And, you know, now we're, like, right back. But it's been fun getting my feet back wet or wet back into it. And it is a little different than, like, the tracks, obviously, I know. So that's pretty cool, I guess, to, you know, get seat time on that. But uh, you think, I mean, racing on a sim, it'd be kind of similar to actually, like, driving. But it's been a little bit of a challenge um, just learning, like, the shift points and, you know, how it all works, but it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Well, and what I think is crazy about sim racing too, is like, you can have like, you can go and spend 300 bucks on a steering wheel and pedals and you can go on iRacing or you can spend $20,000 on like the, one of these crazy carbon fiber, all aluminum, you know, sim rigs. And, and like, it, you're actually, it's much like the real world, however much you want to spend a lot of it has to do with how fast you're going to go. You know, if you want the good steering wheel, the good pedal setup, you're going to have a little bit of advantage over somebody running on like the $300 Walmart set, you know? Oh yeah. No, it's crazy how much like money actually goes into it. But uh, yeah, it's been a whole learning experience, you know, playing around on that, but it's been fun, you know, getting seat time in and, you know, keeping my skills up. So it's been pretty nice. Well, and I know we put you in a couple of races. So you had uh, the World Cup race, and then you raced on Fox and stuff like that. But like you're you're banging doors with like these celebrities, like Pastrana and stuff like that. And I do wanna, I want to I I want to call out my boy Chad Reed because uh, Mia, you put the <laughs> you put the hurt on Chad Reed in one of those races. I mean, how is that being able to be like, yeah, I put the hurt on Chad Reed? <laughs> oh yeah, it's crazy. Like racing with you know, some of the top notch guys that I've looked up to my whole life. And then, you know, we get into a race and I'm out there banging doors with chattery. Like that's pretty insane, but uh, it's pretty cool. We're all kind of, it's all pretty new to us still. So we're all kind of learning at the same level. Well, I know you've been active on social media and, and you got some stuff cranking. I know uh, we've also been talking. So a part of the reason I wanted to have you on here is kind of prime the pump, but you got, uh, you got uh, a podcast coming out. 
that uh, we're going to be calling uh, what Mia Chapman's free for all. And I think a lot of people would think at first this is all oh, Mia's going to be talking racing. And so you might talk a little bit of racing, but I think this is uh, it's going to be interesting because uh, this is I think they're going to get a side of Mia Chapman. Maybe a lot of people don't know. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, I'm super excited with it. It kind of happened all perfectly because it's the virus stuff. We have all this downtime and I've kind of always wanted to start one. So I'm excited. I'm doing it with one of my very good friends. So we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And like you said, we're going to touch on some racing here and there. But for the most part, I want it to be more lifestyle, fun stuff, you know, just off the wall topics. So I'm excited. Yeah. And I do want to mention, too. So uh, a little a little insight into uh, me and my relationship, uh, you know, our professional relationship here is we've got a lot of bets that go on. And so I wanted to get her active on social media, so we, we, we get a bet. And so now it, the next bet is, so you guys are tuning this in on Sunday on SiriusXM. This might be the actual last day you ever hear from Mia Chapman because come Monday we've got a bet where it's 7 a.m. every day. We're, she's, you know, four hours away. I'm here, Parker. We're going to get out, and, and we're both going to put in an, a mile every morning at 7 a.m., right? And so I'm up by seven every day. I think it'll be pretty easy for me, right? But Mia, she's one that she texts me today and she goes, <laughs> I, I said, you ready to do this? It was like, it was almost 10 o'clock. And she's like, it's early. I'm like, it's early. I'm like, how are you going to get up at seven o'clock? So I'm just saying, as you're reading this, this might be the actual last day on earth you hear from Mia Chapman. So just put it out there, Mia. <laughs> oh, yeah. No kidding. I don't know how you conned me into doing this, but I mean, we're both uh... in it now. So if nobody hears from me, come this Monday. I probably died from running so much. <laughs> well, at least I know your dad. He went and uh, he's got an, actually an appointment with the insurance office today, and he's putting uh, an insurance policy, a life insurance policy. He's doubling it on you just so, just so um, it, it, at least Ryder will have a new race car if you pass away. So just saying. <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean, how has things like, you know, we're, we're having fun. We're joking, stuff like that. You've been active on social media and, and things like that. But this is kind of, I mean, it, it's a crazy year. Like, I, we, we had these plans, and I guess, fortunately, you haven't actually missed any races yet. I know we, we were working on some stuff that might possibly have brought you back to do a little bit of short course racing this year. And, and I think those are scrapped just because of this whole thing. But I guess, you know, we'd plan on you running two races, and then you're going to run two races later on in the year, you know, big races and keying on those big races. So, but, you know, how has this kind of – it's kind of pulled the rug out from the industry. I mean, how has this kind of affected your plans? I mean, you know, because you, you kind of were in the mindset to go racing. Now we really don't know what's going on. But, you've, you know, you've been trying to stay relevant on social media and things like that. But, you know, you've got a lot of friends, I think, that are sitting there and, and they're missing races and things like that. I mean, how, how have you been able to keep your head straight? I mean, it's just – seems like you've been doing a good job with it, though. Yeah, no, it's been pretty crazy. I mean – like you said, the rug kind of got pulled out from under all of us. And now with all this free time, you know, I definitely want to use it to my advantage. And we've been trying to keep busy on social media, coming up with cool content ideas. And we're definitely getting creative with it. I think we've done some pretty cool stuff so far. But, uh, yeah, we're just trying to come up with ideas to, you know, keep busy on social media and do our best to help the sponsors in any way we can, you know, doing giveaways and, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, we're just kind of doing our best doing what we can do for now and hopefully we get back to racing soon because i definitely miss being in the driver's seat but 
Well, it, one, one of the funny things I think too is is about social media, and especially during this pandemic. One, TikTok has become this huge thing, which is crazy. <laughs> um, and I'm still not a massive TikTok fan, but it is what it is. But like even on Instagram, so the the clips and the videos that actually do really well, like it, it surprises me. Like we, you put out like you can put out a race recap video, and you know, a thousand people will watch it. You can do you doing like push-ups on Red Bull cans, and I don't know how many views that thing got. It was like five thousand views or something crazy. And I'm like, it's to me, it's crazy the stuff that people during this whole thing, like the things that we think are silly, people are actually really like into on social media. Like to me, it's crazy. Like we have no idea what's going to do good or bad. Oh, I know. I was so confused at first because we kind of just put out like a race uh, recap video from the mint. And, I mean, it did well, but then we uh, a while ago I did a push-up video, and that went, like, crazy. Like, we got a crazy amount of views, likes, all of that. So it, it is crazy how all of that works. And now everybody's getting involved with TikTok, which I think is kind of funny, especially seeing you on it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a crazy time. Yeah, well, and well, that was the reason why I'm on it is we had a bet. You bet me a pan of brownies <laughs> that I couldn't do three TikTok videos between – uh, I don't know, before the mint, and I delivered, and I just threw up old race videos, so I kind of took a cop out because it wasn't like I was actually making TikToks or anything. <laughs> but, no, it's funny because I'm on there, and uh, seriously, the stuff that goes viral on TikTok, I'm like, for real? And you look, it's like crazy <laughs> views. Like, there'll be like million, a million viewers on something dumb, and I'm like, how are a million people tuned into this? Like, I don't, TikTok seriously has thrown everything I knew about social media out the window. Like, it's gone. Like, out there, vanished. You know, I'm like, how? Oh, I know. And, and, like, the people, like, you're like, how is this person famous? You know, I guess they're TikTok famous, and if you pass them on the street, you wouldn't know who they were. But I'm like, how, how does this person have a million followers? I'm like, why are people following them? Like, it's dumb. It's like the video I sent you the other day, like the guy with the, he threw Mentos and a Coke and it blasted him in the face. I'm like, yeah, this is funny. How is yeah. this guy famous now? Like, for real. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm telling you, Red Bull taste testing videos, that's where it's going to be at. Oh, that's coming soon. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I don't know. You got any plans? I know you got the, the play razor starting to warm up in Arizona though. You guys got any plans to, uh, get the, get the play razor out and go and, uh, go and spin some donuts or do anything. Yeah, no, it's definitely been getting warm here, but, uh, we have the back or the desert, basically our backyard. So, I mean, that's pretty nice. We take the play cards out all the time and just go do fun stuff that we, you know, wouldn't really get to do during race season. So, I mean, that part's been pretty nice. But, yeah, yeah just, you know, doing our best to do what we can do and, you know, have fun with it and keep busy. Yeah, where was uh, – you You posted a video maybe a month or so back, and it was uh, you doing donuts in the race car, and it was like in a quarry or something. Where was that? Because that looked really rad. Like, And the way you shot the video, it almost looked like a drone shot because somebody was, like, up on the, the side of the cliff of this – quarry or something where was that at yeah no it's funny it's right down the road from our house we have like a whole area of desert that goes on for miles and miles and so we were out there and we found like this quarry kind of thing and my dad goes climbs up on the hill and he's like you know go send some donuts and so he climbs up there and films me but it was a pretty cool shot i think he definitely had a good idea with that yeah no it was awesome i like it that came through and I, you know and you 
you're like, oh, you got a donut video. I'm like, cool. And I thought it was just going to be like somebody standing there, you know, filming you spinning donuts. And like, it was like, it kind of looked like a drone shot. I was like, this is awesome. Like, you know, but I guess that takes what it, you know, what it takes to get innovative now, but no, that, that was just a cool spot, you know? So I don't know. So what's next? Obviously, uh, I guess play cars are going to have to get stuffed away in the heat. You guys going to hit the pontoon boat up, I guess, sometime soon? I've been bugging my dad about it. I definitely want to get out to the lake soon, especially with it getting so hot here. It's like it just hits us. And you don't want to go outside because it's so hot, but uh, we have a lake pretty close to us. So hopefully I can convince him to take the pontoon out here pretty soon and relax, enjoy some free time. Well, I don't know. That's uh, that's about all I got. I know we got a couple more uh, iRacing events coming up in May, so hopefully uh, we see you or your brother in those. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully we can. Uh, hopefully this thing clears up and we can actually go do some racing sometime soon or something, right? Yeah, I know. No, I'm excited about the iRacing stuff, but definitely more excited to get back to racing. For sure. Well, I appreciate the time, Mia. Uh, always fun catching up. You guys uh, have a good time, and uh, we'll talk soon. And uh, you know what? We will be back to wrap up hour number one here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. 
You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, man, let me tell you, we got uh, uh, we we got one heck of an hour number one in the bank. And uh, you know, shifting gears, hour number two, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, you know, coming out of the world of motorsports and uh, schedule changes, all that. We'll open up hour number two with that. Uh, then we're going to move into a best of interview with Ken Block here in hour number two as well. So uh, you definitely don't want to go anywhere if you're tuning in on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM channel two eleven. Thank you guys uh, to get hour number two. You're going to have to switch gears and go over to Sports Byline because we're airing there or the American Forces Network, or hit us up, and most importantly, on Apple Podcasts. Hit that subscribe button, and please leave a rating while you're there. Uh, you can follow me at, at JimBeaver15 on all kinds of social media as well. Big news, though, we do have uh, another show uh, that just dropped with me and my good friend Jonathan Coyle, or I should be, say my good friend and I, right, to be grammatically correct. Um, it is on iTunes Apple Podcasts. It's also on Spreaker. It is called All Things Awesome. And, uh, you know, we're dropping that a season. Season one is all about the 80s. So uh, go over to iTunes, hit that up, check it out. It's a very funny show. It gives you a side of uh, things that I don't talk about very often and he doesn't either. That's pop culture, video games, movies, cartoons, toys. Clothing, I don't know, just comic books, whatever. It's all things awesome, and it's over there on Apple Podcasts. I think you guys are going to enjoy that one. Like I said, season one is all about the 80s. When season two drops, that one's going to be all about the 90s. So, uh, yeah, a lot of content cranking out of uh, our, our company here, uh, you know, during this. But uh, we're going to take a short uh, break, and uh, hour number two coming right at you here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. All right. Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. This is our number two. Thanks to everybody tuning in on Sports Byline USA, the American Forces Network, uh, Down and Dirty Radio Show Network, Apple Podcasts. And uh, Podcast One, everywhere you get your podcast. Thank you, guys. Hour number two, uh, I guess first off, we're going to break down some big, massive news about NASCAR going back racing. And uh, we've also, uh, you know, we, we got all kinds of schedules, all kinds of stuff popping up. Uh, catch up on eSports, iRacing, a whole lot more here to kick off hour number two. And then the second half of hour number two, we got a very special interview. This goes back to episode number three hundred of my show yes we are like uh, well over 400 episodes in this one goes back to episode 300 we had my good friend the man the myth the legend ken block on the show 
and a special best of interview. We're going to be re-airing that interview right here today. So uh, Ken Block, it's been a while. Actually, I think this is the last time he's on the show, which means uh, I need to text Ken and we need to get him back on like stat. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, definitely, uh, definitely always a good time having Ken on the show. So uh, we're going to throw back to a best of interview and uh, maybe this will prime the pump for uh, getting him on fresh. But yeah, he just dropped. I don't know if you guys saw, but he's got his uh, newest tire slaying hoon machine. Um, it is a uh, it is a Mustang Fox body. Looks like a Batmobile uh, that just dropped. So maybe we'll talk about that in the next segment as well. So, Ken, you know, you want to talk about the ultimate machines. Uh, this guy makes uh, the dream machines for sure. He he creates builds that uh, you can't see or get anywhere else. And, I mean, literally the ultimate dream builds, Ken Block, uh, you know, somehow creates them and surrounds himself with people to do these epic, epic builds. So uh, always uh, always cool, you know, seeing what uh, comes out of the brain of uh, Mr. Ken Block. And uh, being that I'm a Ford guy and he's a Ford guy, always really rad stuff uh, that he somehow uh, somehow creates. So, uh, Ken Block, yeah, that interview will be uh, coming up here in hour number two. So, uh, yeah, and uh, speaking of, you know, if you got any questions for us, hit me up at JimBeaver15 on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Probably be watching Twitter as we're live on the show, though. If you got questions, that's going to be uh, where you want to uh, plug them at. Uh, that way I'll get a chance to uh, answer them. If you DM me on one of the other ones, it'll, uh, it'll be a week delay before we get your question answered in the show. So my apologies. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So uh, coming up uh, next, we are, uh, we're we're going to be talking uh, NASCAR, announcing that they're going back racing, uh, you know, and uh, taking some fan questions right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris. Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. 
packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We are, uh, I guess, dipping our toes in the water in hour number two here on the show. Thank you guys uh, for the continued support and tuning in. Uh, if you missed hour number one, you're going to have to go back in the archives and check that out. We had Mia Chapman and uh, IndyCar driver Connor Daly, who has become an iRacing phenomenon and sensation and all things in between. But, uh, you know, big news, obviously, is, uh, you know, this iRacing thing. We, we, we've we got a lot to talk about there. I mean, obviously, uh, um, man, where, where do you start? It's It's been good. It's been bad for everybody. you got a guy like Connor Daly. He's actually raised his stock through iRacing. He's... It's crazy, right? Motorsports gets canceled. Connor Daly, to me now, is worth more than he was before this started. Then on the flip side, you guys got got guys like Bubba Wallace. Obviously, uh, you know he, he he lost the sponsor, and and we thought that was a big deal. And then you got Kyle Larson, man, that poor guy. He lost, and I say poor guy. Obviously, he made mistakes. Um, you know, and and I'm not going to dive into that. Right, wrong, indifferent. Um, you know what I mean? I, I think uh, it was very serious what he did. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he lost basically his entire career over this deal. He's got a lot to work. And then you've got a guy like uh, Connor Daly who has done the right thing. He's put in the work. He, he's developed his own uh, gaming, social media following, sim racing following. You know, he's, he's working with influencers, bringing them into his channel. This guy's got, you know, you know, if motorsports froze today, this guy could probably parlay everything he's built into a sim racing career. I mean, Connor is doing things right, you know, and, and that being said, I mean, you know, obviously iRacing, it's a forefront of everything we're doing. IndyCar's got their series. NASCAR's got their series. But, you know, at some point, we got to come back to real racing, and everybody didn't know what those dates were going to be. Who was going to be the first one to uh, step up, say we're going back racing? Uh, obviously, Supercross has been toying with the idea of running a series in Phoenix, um, you know, and, and just cranking out the events with no fans. NASCAR's been rumored they're going to go back to racing. And uh, the announcement was made this week. NASCAR is going back to racing Sunday, May 17th at Darlington. It'll be live on Fox, 3.30 Eastern time, 400 miles, no fans in attendance, skeleton crews, no qualifying, no practice, which should be interesting. Literally, roll the cars up to the start line and go. You want to know what's crazy. I mean, they're, they're going to be using data from years past to do this. Um, the cars are not going to be set up right. Um, this is a free-for-all. I mean, uh, you know, it truly is a free-for-all. I mean, uh, 
uh, who the heck knows who's going to win? I mean, uh, you're you're not even going to have not one lap on the track before the start of the green flag. Why well, lie? You'll have some warm up laps, obviously, as you roll the green, but no qualifying, no practice, just go time. That's crazy. That's nuts. Uh, you know, no fans in attendance, skeleton crews. I don't know what the media is going to look like, you know, at these events. Obviously, TV will be there. Um, but so, and, and NASCAR, being that they're going to try and capitalize on being the only major motorsport in the entire world racing, um, you know, they've crammed a bunch of events into a small window of time. So Sunday, May 17th, we got uh, NASCAR Cup at Darlington. Then uh, two days later, on the 19th, we've got Xfinity at Darlington. And then you go one day later, Cup is going back to Darlington again um, to do uh, a 500-kilometer race, um, which uh, roughly is about, what, 300 miles, I think. Uh, Then you move to uh, Charlotte that weekend, four days later, for the Coke 600, um, 600-mile race. That'll be on Fox. And then you've got one day later, you got Xfinity going to be running um, at Charlotte. And then a day after that, you got trucks running at Charlotte. And then a day after that, you've got uh, uh, you've got NASCAR Cup again at Charlotte. So this is a, a crazy schedule within, uh, what is that, so 10 days. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven major NASCAR races, four of them being Cup. Um, this, is, this is madness. This is crazy that NASCAR would do this. I mean, teams have gone from sitting on their hands to now – gas on game on we're going racing boys uh you know i i don't know this is man talk about no warm-up this is <laughs> this is better blow the rust off in a hurry because there's a lot of points on the line and four races crammed in 10 days you better bring your a game because this can shift the entire season for uh for one of these teams or one of these drivers speaking of drivers all this is going on ryan newman is uh back which is huge. We know he had that spectacular crash earlier this year. He is back, and he is, uh, I believe, guaranteed a, a, a spot in the playoffs, which I'm so thankful, Ryan Newman. One, you know, that, that could have been catastrophic, but he's back, um, and, you know, he's got a shot at the playoffs. That's great. Then you got Matt Kenseth, who will be taking over Kyle Larson's seat at Ganassi, which this one came out of left field. Nobody saw this coming. Matt Kenseth coming out of retirement to race that car. You want to talk about a storyline, an epic storyline right there. You know, Matt Kenseth back. And I can't think of anybody better. I mean, you want to talk about bringing in a guy that can instantly win races. I mean, he's a race winner. He's a champ. Uh, You know, Matt Kenseth, one of the all-time greats coming out of retirement to fill that spot at Ganassi. Huge, huge news. So uh, NASCAR, I mean, whether you love him or hate him, uh, you know, they figured out a way to, one, put on races, and two, they're going to be the only major motorsport in the world in the month of May. You're going to have people from Europe, from Asia, from South America, from, you know, obviously from North America, people that aren't even NASCAR fans, they're going to be tuning in. Not only are they the only major motorsport, you know, running, they're the only major sport, period, stick and ball, ice hockey, NBA, football, soccer, baseball nothing is going on except for nascar you want to talk about the eyes of the world on motorsports and on nascar man you you know one they've got a chance to bring in a massive amount of new fans but two there's a lot of pressure for them to deliver i mean this situation that they're in 
Uh, you know, this is going to lay the groundwork for everything in the world that follows. I mean, you, you want to talk about the guinea pig. I mean, NASCAR stepped up and won. It was a financial financially. They, you know, they saw a good reason to do it. Um, you know, whether they're putting, uh, you know, their drivers and their teams in, you know, in, in harm's way, that that's an entirely different story. I'm not going to get into that. But I'm just looking at, you know, if they go and everything goes phenomenally, you're going to have Formula One, IndyCar, everybody, baseball, basketball, hockey, everybody's going to be looking at that and be like, all right, that's what they did. So they built a framework for us to follow, and this is how you put on a major event with TV and you stay relevant, right? If NASCAR goes in and then all of a sudden, even you know, a week later, one person that was at those events comes down with COVID-19 or coronavirus, oh, man, it is all over. I mean, one, NASCAR is going to get assassinated by the media. But two, every other major sporting or motorsports sanctioning body or uh, organization in the world is going to look at that and be like, er, pump the brakes too early, too soon. So, uh, you know, you got to give NASCAR a lot of credit in multiple ways. One, they stepped up and said, we'll do it first. But two, they have a whole lot of pressure, and uh, the world's eyes will definitely be on them. So, uh, I don't know. This could go multiple, multiple ways. Uh, Color me very interested. Um, You know, whether it's too early, too late, I I think, you know, to be determined, we're still a couple of weeks out from this happening. So, uh, you know, we'll sit back. We'll see as this thing matures. But they did step up. They are uh, going to be first, it sounds like. Uh, You know, I know uh, I I think there was some dirt track in South Dakota that ran a – they ran a dirt modified race or something like that, I think, in South Dakota. Um, You know, so I can't say motorsports has completely stopped. But, um, yeah, I mean, major motorsports – this is uh, this is going to be uh, going to be the first, you know. In Formula One, they're struggling with all these European countries, things like that, fi- trying to get a dates. They keep folding, they keep collapsing. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen there. IndyCar, they're slated to run in June, so is NHRA. Supercross, obviously, is going to be back. You know, off roads continually continually has been delayed. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. It sounds like uh, Lucas Oil is supposed to come back in early June as well, but uh, uh, that's that event's been delayed twice already, you know. So we'll uh, we'll definitely see. We'll keep tabs on it. Do want to make mention, you know, obviously the next two segments are going to be a best-of interview with Ken Block, um, but uh, I do have two uh, major iRacing events coming up uh, with Jim Beaver E-Short Course, or Jim Beaver Esports E-Short Course, May 9th. May 16th, press release will be out. Uh, we got a whole lot of information around that to disclose. But, uh, yeah, we're about a week out from that. So uh, last one had 180,000 viewers. Hopefully you guys tune in to this one and, uh, you know, should be, uh, should be good times. But uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
the only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you have a story to share? Your story. Lifetime Private Autobiography Services can help. We will interview you by video or phone to get your memories in your words using your pictures. Our staff of talented writers will then recreate your story into a beautifully handcrafted book. You'll receive 10 individual copies for friends and family to enjoy for generations to come. Visit privateautobiography.com to schedule a free consultation. Mention this ad for a bonus audio recording from your personal interviews. To get started, visit privateautobiography.com or call 844-921-2802. That's 844-921-2802. Remember and be remembered with this gift of a lifetime. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. like to welcome my next guest to the line. been about a year since I think we've had you on, but Ken Block, welcome, my friend. How's everything going? Uh, it's going very good. Nice to, nice to be home and have a, a bit of time off uh, between events, but I get ready. Just got done with a workout this morning, uh, getting ready for uh, World Rallycross in Canada this weekend up near Montreal. Yeah, we get, we've got some stuff to talk about as far as World Rallycross go, but I got I got to say I I've never I've known you for I don't know six seven years now, and I've been around pretty much every vehicle of yours. Never been jealous of anything, but I'm jealous of your wife. Uh, this new Bronco you <laughs> built her uh, out of everything in your garage. This is the one that caught me. I'm like, all right, I'm officially jealous of this, right? Uh, I got to tell you, that was yeah. one beautiful build you guys did. Yeah, and that's actually really funny. I mean, obviously, my wife has really good taste. Uh, but it's been funny that we've had such good response from that Bronco. And it was quite a quite a good build from uh, one of the guys, that, that uh, Justin, that's, that's worked for us for a long time, that does a bunch of our special projects like that. And he did a great job, and 
of course, every old vehicle like that has its little problems, and that's usual. But overall, the the build's been very good, and and it's been a lot of fun. So, uh, but yeah, it's funny how many comments and emails and stuff like that I've gotten from people about that one particular vehicle. Yeah, it, well, you know, it's funny because you guys modernized it, but you kept with. I mean, it's still a Bronco. You know, I think you can go overkill sometimes when people modernize older vehicles. But this one's true to the original Bronco. It's just eh, some modern amenities. But dude, you guys knocked it out of the park. That was the one that it caught me, and I'm like, oh, this is this has officially got me a little bit jelly here. So, uh. well, it, it's it, it is funny for me because like uh, you know, I I raced a Fiesta for a long time. Now I race a Focus, and you know, we build different projects along the way, old stuff, new stuff, you know, and I'll have someone say, like Jason Ellis basically said to me, like when we, when we made the Hunicorn, he's like, he's like, finally a vehicle I can get behind. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, I can't like a Fiesta, but I can like a Mustang, you know, uh, it's just funny. Everybody's got their own tastes. Everybody's got their own preferences. You know, there's certain people that, just love muscle cars or there's people that love hot hatches or, or love the sound of a turbocharged, you know, four cylinder, you know, or just love an old basic V8, you know? So I, I, every time that we do something like this, I'm just surprised he comes out of the woodwork and comments about, you know, different aspects of these different projects. So it's cool for me to see the response that we've had from, uh, you know, from that, that vehicle. And the funny thing is like, you know, we've been planning these couple of vehicles for Lucy for a while, including, uh, you know, a, the turbocharged R2 that, you know, when we go back to doing some stage rides here within the next year that she can go out and race with me, you know, at the, you know, it's just the national level rally, but it's funny. You got zero comments about this very cool Fiesta R2. That's one of the best grassroots, you know, rally cars in the entire world. And we bought one for my wife so that she could go do that. But no one cares about that. No one cares about my wife to be on racing. All they care about is the Bronco. Yeah, I guess you should have did the rally car announcement like a week before the Bronco. That way we would have got a little pop towards the rally car, you know? I don't know. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. But I guess that's uh, that's the key right there, though. You said stage rally, man. That you know, sometime in the next year, you guys are talking about going back to that. That's uh, it's pretty exciting for me to hear that because um, I, I what it's been a couple years. I think New England Forest Rally a couple years ago maybe was the last time you guys were out on the stages. Yeah, and, and it's I mean stage rally is what I started in. That's what I absolutely love. I, I genuinely love rallycross and Gymkhana, but the mileage that you get in the car on stage rally, you just can't beat that. So I, I want to go back to doing some of that uh, in the next couple of years and wanted to try and get in a rally this year, but we just ended up not having time. So I'm trying to look at next year's calendar already and plan a few things in, but you know, I wouldn't mind doing a rally or two here in the States really would like to go back to New Zealand and do a couple rallies. And I've always wanted to do, you know, various different rallies around the world from Finland to Ireland and Africa. So, you know, I'm just trying to prioritize that stuff in the next couple of years and start doing it. And, and that's why I got the R2 for Lucy so that, you know, as soon as we're ready to start doing that stuff, that she's got her car that we, she can go do it with me.
Yeah, well, and I know you and I, I don't know what it was, one of our conversations we were talking, and you said you didn't know if you were going to go, like, when you come back to rally, you didn't know if you were going to build, like, a just a rad vintage rally car or if you were going to go, you know, full open class, you know, like you've been before. I mean, you know, because it, it costs are escalating so much in stage rally to run up at the top, you know. I mean, obviously, there's always the R5 platform out there and things like that. But, uh, you know, I know it's still early in the game, but any idea which direction you guys might head? Um, I don't really know as of yet. It's, it's still a discussion point. I would love to do some stuff here in the States, but the rules, you know, I, I can't buy, you know, one of the great Ford rally cars that they race all over the world. You can't buy one and just race it here in America because, like, say, the R5 class, which is the top class below the WRC class around the world, and it, there's just none of them here in the States, and it doesn't, it isn't the top class here in the States because we have the open class here and an ARA and rally America. So, uh, you know, really until they figure out how to build a Subaru that fits into these great classifications that Ford has a bunch of cars built to M sport for, and then it just doesn't make sense. So that's why I'm looking at doing stuff potentially in Ireland and Finland and, and uh, New Zealand and stuff like that, that maybe I'll go do some stuff for fun here in the States. But until there's really a, class that makes sense here in the states i'm just not going to run a full championship so it's really quite unfortunate really bummed about that but it is what it is and you know i i want to race stage rally and have fun doing it but it's got to be also an even feel as far as competitiveness goes and and unfortunately that's the you know just a part of racing and and I'll, i'll go where it makes the most sense well, and talking about making the most sense, I know you guys have been in, uh, you know, running World RX the past uh, past couple of seasons. Uh, you know, how, how has that transition been for you? Because, I mean, I look at Red Bull Global Rallycross when you guys were racing in GRC, and, I mean, you guys were – you were at the top of the heap. You were the team to beat, you know. And, and I look at, you know, I look at a bunch of different things, and as far as I'm concerned, you are, you're a two-time champion in GRC, you know, whether you've got the trophies on the case or not. I mean, for multiple reasons, you know, it didn't end up happening. But you won a lot of races there, and if you would have kept at it, I mean, you'd probably be right in there as one of the winningest drivers ever in that series, you know. But how was the transition? to rx because i mean that that was basically rebuilding an entire program over on the other side of the pond right i mean how, how was that transition for you guys oh well, the transition's actually been very good uh you know and, and the series is great the tracks most of the tracks are really great and, and a couple of the tracks are some of the best tracks in the world um you know so i i've enjoyed that element of it unfortunately i i went from a car that i could win events with with the fiesta you know, to a brand new platform with the Focus. And uh, it, it just is a completely different car than what I had before. And and, it, and I've just struggled with it. So it's really unfortunate that I'm going to race and try and challenge for a world title and do it at a factory level. But I just, you know, haven't been that comfortable with the car. And it's, uh, it is what it is. That's, that's motorsport racing. And, and luckily we've had Andreas there that, the car has suited him much better than me, and he's been able to perform with it. And he's made my team look a lot better than I think that we actually have been. Um, but, you know, like I said, that's racing. Unfortunately, these things happen. Ford has put in a tremendous effort, and I, I think that, you know, they tried some new ideas and tried some new things, and, and some of them have worked, and, and other things just have not worked out as good as we had, had liked. And, um, you know, we, we've 
continue to make uh, improvements with the chassis and everything we're, we're doing, but the process has just taken longer than I would have liked. Yeah, well, it's got to be pretty exciting for you. I mean, because you're, you know, you're a rally purist. I mean, you, you know, you, you've said you, you're a stage rally guy. I know you went and, you know, ran uh, WRC for a couple of years uh, with your own team. But uh, it's got to be pretty exciting for you. I mean, you got guys like Petter Solberg and Sebastian Loeb. I mean, you've got the best rally drivers on the planet all there in World Rallycross. It's got to be pretty exciting for you to be banging doors with, you know, with these guys that I know you consider friends. But they're also, I mean, the, the level of competition there in RX is just insane. Yeah, well, you know, if you actually look at World RX compared to everything else in the world of motorsports today, I think it is one of the most exciting series there is. And the format and the way that it runs, you know, over two days with a bunch of small races that build up to semifinals and finals, it's one of the best ways to watch something as opposed to watching like just a big three hour long, you know, marathon race. You know, so I, I think that they do a really great job with World RX. Uh, not only on the, the tracks, but even just the format of racing. And then you just look at the personalities and the cars involved. We have so many manufacturers involved and uh, great personalities and talent from Matthias Ekstrom to Petter Solberg, Sebastian Loeb, you know, Matthias uh, and Andreas Backer. So it's, it's great that the, you know, it's just such a, a full, you know, talent series. It's just incredible to watch. So, even for me as a spectator, like going through the event, you know, through the weekend, it, it's just really entertaining. And it's great racing to watch. You know, whenever the qualifiers are going on, you know, we're, uh, you know, on the grid watching on TV or watching it live. And as soon as I get back into the truck, like if Andreas is in the qualifier, I have to me a, a rush to get inside our trailer to watch it on the, the live feed. So I think it's great. I, I think it's uh, one of those eras, though, that, you know, who knows how much longer Loeb and Petter are going to race and, and uh, you know, Matthias and, and all these different guys. So it's, it's a great time to watch right now. You're seeing some of the most talented drivers in the world. And some of the biggest guys with, you know, legendary his, you know history, you know, to their careers all together. So I think it's just really cool at this moment in time watching that. And we'll be back with more with this Ken Block interview when we turn here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Attention self-employed individuals, 1099 independent contractors, and small business owners. If you missed the first round of funding from the Coronavirus Relief Program, you now have a second chance. But do not delay. Funds are limited, and you need to take action right now. Thanks to new federal funding, you can receive an advance of up to $10,000 deposited directly into your bank account without ever talking to a bank. We're SBAQuick.com, and we're here to help. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 to speak with a representative and learn if you or your small business qualify for funding. There's no obligation and no banks to deal with, so don't miss this opportunity. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. That's 888-SBA-NOW-8 or visit sbaquick.com. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. From roof to foundation, the damage to your home can be devastating from clogged gutters, leaking roofs, and flooded basements. Protect your entire home with leaf filter 
Leaf Filter's MicroMesh screen is guaranteed to filter out everything except for water. It's protected my home. I love it. Call 833-287-3434 or go to GetLeafFilter.com for your free gutter inspection and estimate. Visit GetLeafFilter.com. This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. As the coronavirus continues to affect us all, especially older people and those with underlying health conditions, AARP is here, actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing updated information and tips from trusted sources. We're hosting weekly teletown halls with the nation's top health experts, advocating on your behalf with national and local lawmakers to help secure sufficient resources to meet people's needs, sharing tools to protect you and your family from fraud, and creating resources for family caregivers everywhere to help keep them and their loved ones safe and healthy. For more than 60 years, we've been here to educate, serve, and fight for older Americans. Today, you can count on AARP more than ever. Join us. We may be apart, but we don't have to be alone. Stay connected at aarp.org slash coronavirus. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back to episode number 300 of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Right now, we've got my good friend Ken Block on the line. So, Ken, obviously, you're well-known globally. You're one of the few guys that are, you know, I would say, especially in the rally space, that you can go anywhere in the world and be recognized. I'd say Travis is uh, is another one of those guys, and obviously he hasn't done the stuff, you know, in Europe that you have, but just because of his name. But, I mean, you know, the RX doesn't have a round in the United States, but you do have a round in Canada. I mean, and obviously that's coming up this weekend. I mean, how is that for you? Is this kind of like your you feel like that's kind of your home round here in North America? I mean, do we get some, you know, some fans from the United States to make the jump across the border to come and uh cheer you guys on um you know it's funny going up there to the you know that particular race in canada um i don't consider it my home event my home event would have to be somewhere in the states on a track i've seen a bunch and yeah. and fans that you know that you know know me and are are just more connected in an american way i mean i i enjoy canada i've always loved going to canada i've raced a bunch in canada i've won races in canada but you go there, Canadians are, are different from us, and especially in that area, there's a lot of French that's spoken, so it does not feel like North America sometimes <laughs> when I'm up there. But the best thing for me is I don't actually have to change my you know sleep time eight hours and have jet lag, so that's what I enjoy the most about going up there to, to this particular race. Yeah, I know you, and that's funny you talk about that because I was just, uh, I've got a friend that's over in Europe right now, and uh, he and I were talking back and forth, and the texts are like 10-hour delayed, you know, so I'm basically sending one when I get up, and, it, you know, it, it's like that, but I know at one point you were telling me, you know, to get ready to go to Europe, you start getting up at like 1 or 2 in the morning just to try and train your body, even though you're there in Park City, you know, just to, to train your body so it's not, you know, that big jet lag, and, you know, that, that's got to be, you know, an interesting process for you and your body just to, 
to make that jump over there. You know, it's I mean, how much lead time do you give yourself before an event? You're over there at least a week in advance, right? No, I mean, sometimes I arrive the day before. It's just such a busy schedule. You know, I have three, you know, great young kids and a wife that I got to try and spend as much time with them as I can. So, you know, jet lag is what it is. And I I do the best that I can, but I, I know that I can get in the car and be ready most of the time. Now, when, when you're talking about the week in advance, that was really when I was doing WRC and those races, you know, having to hear the notes for three days straight, having to write notes for two days, all that stuff. That's why I really needed to be over there and, and have my time completely changed over. And that was really taxing. So, uh, with, but with World RX, it's just a lot sort of, I, I don't want to make it sound easy, but definitely compared to the WRC, you know, the qualifiers are much easier uh, than, say, two full days, 10 hours a day in a car doing you know, recce and doing all the, the pace notes. So it's uh, definitely one of the things that I liked about going to World RX compared to, to you know, WRC is it's just a, a little bit easier on the, the family life. Yeah. Well, speaking of family life, I know there's something you guys have been able to do as a family, and I wanted to kind of touch base on it a bit because it's something I'm highly involved in. But I know in the past year or two, you've really jumped into the UTV space and you've had some pretty amazing builds going on. And, uh, you know, I know there's some stuff you posted, you know, I know, I know with me, I mean, I can take my wife and my daughter's got a little, a little Polaris Razor 170 and it's something we can do as a family. But I know you guys, you've really got into the UTV space. I mean, how'd that happen? And, and it looks like you're enjoying it, man. I mean, uh, you've got them street legal there in Park City. You're using them as your grocery getter and uh, taking the mountain bikes up the hill. And, you know, how's the UTV, you know, industry, how, you know, what, what caused you to jump in with both feet into the UTV side of things? Well, the funny thing for me is actually a couple of years ago, I didn't like UTV. <laughs> I thought they were kind of crap. And mainly because they were utility vehicles or golf carts just at, with some suspension added to them. Um, but I, I got involved with Can-Am because I, I talked to them about the long term of things and what they were doing and that they were building something from the ground up that was going to be a performance vehicle. And last year, you know, I helped launch the X3, and I've been doing a lot of uh, playing with those things. And they've just built something to me that's incredible. To me, I can go out and drive that thing around the roads of Moab, and it's like a mini rally car. And I, I really, really, truly enjoy it that I can go out in this thing, even in, you know, my local town of Park City on some of the dirt roads around here. and and use it or down in Moab and it really genuinely gave me the feeling of being, you know, in, in a rally type vehicle that really performs and handles well and, and can handle the abuse that I want to give it. So I've really enjoyed that. Can Am's been a great partner with me and the team and and uh, I I just, you know, have been really stoked on kind of what they've done to, to further the development of these things. And I I just can't believe out of the box what these things are able to do, um, you know, for the average person. Like somebody can buy this, go out and do some of the things that I do with it, and then something breaks, eh, go down to the dealership and replace a control arm or whatever. It's just amazing what you get for the price. God, that's that's not like a salesman, but I'm not – I'm not really being a salesman right now, but honestly, last week I filmed for two days with it out with Hoonigan in Long Beach and even at a little airport. 
we actually did some Jim Connor stuff with one. And once again, just blew me away that here I am in this mostly stock vehicle doing this really cool stuff that most anybody could do. And instead of having to buy a $100,000, $200,000 race car to do Jim Connor, heck, you could buy this thing quite cheap and with some minor modifications, do some really cool stuff. Yeah. Well, and I know you, if you're like me, I, I love going out there because I, I love driving – you know, I, I love driving off-road or a rally or whatever, I, you know, but I, I pull the trophy truck out of the garage, and the minute you start that thing up, I mean, you're, you just watch the dollar signs climb, you know, and, yep. and your cars are the same way, but with a UTV, I can go out, you know, and, and I can put 10 gallons of pump gas in, and I can drive around all day, and it's, uh, uh, you know, it's cheap thrills, I like to say, you know, because, you know, you're, you're still getting the same experience. Obviously, it's just not, not quite the same, but uh, it's a whole lot cheaper, and I think that's what I've enjoyed about about it you know is to be able to enjoy what you know what we love to do but without you know quite the high price tag on the weekends you know yep i couldn't agree more yeah so um yeah you know and i know too i was uh, i was just talking with tanner this past week um you know and you talk about stage rally and, and the capabilities utvs i know uh they're starting to get pretty popular in stage rally but i know tanner he's got uh he's got a build he's working on in his head that they're getting ready to start with i think reese millen and it's a full-blown like stage rally uh polaris razor but i'm pretty excited to see the the, way, the direction that heads because I think you get Tanner and you get Reese Millen you know and their brains ticking with a stage rally version I don't think anybody's really built a stage rally UTV proper yet you know and so I'm kind of excited to see if that opens up a whole other door for stage rally and you know and 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 you know allows people to kind of come in at, at a grassroots level into you know into stage rally here in the United States I think it's something that's kind of heading that direction that I'm kind of excited to to see where it goes you know. Yeah, I, I actually think that there's a good possibility with that. And I, I think mainly only in the grassroots level. I, I don't think you'll ever replace the feeling and what you can do with like a really well put together all wheel drive rally car. But I know that up at Rally Idaho, uh, my co driver, Alex Gelsomino, has competed against a couple um, UTVs racing up there. And they've had very competitive times to the top cars on that rally. You know, so there are people out there doing it. I don't know at sort of what level yet, but I, I think there's a good possibility. The only thing I would really be concerned with in the long run with those things in stage rally is just really safety yeah. because, you know, the FIA controls, you know, how our cages are built and the, the equipment that's put into these cars that we race, you know, because we're going 100 miles an hour next to trees. If you throw a UTV off a road into trees at 100 miles an hour, it's not going to end well. So I think in the long run, that's going to be a really big consideration in that field. So, but we'll see. I mean, that's one thing about desert racing. You are generally out in a little bit more uh, open, you know, type areas where, you know, if something goes wrong, there's more possibility of just rolling along, you know, through some sand or by rocks or whatever, through rocks, but you go out into a forest on a stage rally and those trees like STPR are literally six inches off the road. And if it goes wrong, it's going to be pretty ugly. So anyway, you know, I see some great possibilities with it, but I think that some of those areas really need to be thought through before uh, someone puts themselves in a really bad position. 
Yeah, and I've thought about that too, you know, and it, it's even with the desert. I know this is the most recent one I built. I mean, it, it's got a, a really legit, you know, ground-up chassis that's all chromoly, but uh, we had a bad accident at the Mint, and, you know, we're, we're able to roll at 70 miles an hour, and you just let the roll go because it just dissipates energy as it goes, you know. But stage rally, you, you roll at 70 miles an hour, and immediately there's a tree there to stop you, and that that's where you have the abrupt stop, you know, and that's that's the problem is you don't have a chance to dissipate that energy, you know. And uh, it definitely yep. gets, gets scary, you know, and that's that's one thing I've always, you know, rally crashes always make me nervous, man. It's just uh, lots of respect for you guys. But uh, there's one other thing before we let you go I wanted to talk about. Um, you sent out a teaser in October. I think this is the first time where we've actually ever been able to talk about one of your Jim uh, Connor films before it actually comes out. But I know you took uh, the unicorn up to, to Pikes Peak and did a little filming. I know that video is yet to drop sometime uh, later this year, but um, – Man, that that you want to talk about sketchy? Take one of the sketchiest mountains, I'd say that, in Mount Washington, probably two of the sketchiest in the country. But you take that uh, uh, unicorn with the new engine in it uh, up to Pikes Peak, dude. That's pretty gnarly. That had to have been a ton of fun, though. Yeah, you know, the, the biggest thing about that is, you know, we put the twin turbos on the unicorn and turned it up to fourteen hundred horsepower, and it is literally just frightening. Like I. I don't say that very often about vehicles and, you know, and it's one thing to put 1400 horsepower behind a car that's just going to do a drag strip. No big deal. Right. But if you're putting 1400 horsepower between an all wheel drive rally style setup and trying to slide a road, you know, up a mountain with big drop offs. Yes. That is scary. So yeah, I feel like the A that car is just trying to kill me anyway. And then we're going to do a project, you know, in one of the most dramatic hill climbs in the world. It's a it's a recipe kind of for disaster. So I've had a lot of fun shooting up there. I've really enjoyed it. It is a lot of nervous pucker moments, but it's been quite, you know, enjoyable to do. But, you know, we tried last summer to, to make the video, and we just had some mechanical issues. And those things happen sometimes, especially when you're, you know, adding, you know, uh, 600 horsepower to an engine and uh we didn't we weren't able to finish the video so we're going back this august to to finish it up and it'll be out this fall so just one of those things that not everything works out perfectly the way that you want to sometimes and you got to adjust and that's what we're doing it's going to be a really cool project the the footage is just stunningly beautiful and the car is incredible so i really am quite a lucky bastard that i get to do this stuff and uh and I think that the end project is going to be really, really cool. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to getting that done and putting that out uh, this fall. Yeah, well, and that's one thing I've always liked, and we, we talked about it in the past, but I love the direction you've gone with it because I think everybody at first was thinking it was just going to be a yearly thing. Now we're going to have a gym con every year, and you've taken the stance where it's it's quality over quantity, and if it's not ready to put out or you don't have a really good idea or vision for something, you're not going to rush something and, and put it out. You know, it's all about the innovation and, and doing something dramatic, and, uh, you know, and I think it's one of those things. Me as a fan of the series and a fan of you, I think I'd rather see you wait a year and put out something that's spectacular than – you know, then then rush it at the end of last year and splice something together just to have something out there on the internet. You know. Yep. Well, thanks. I appreciate that, and we try and keep our standards very high. And you know, with everything Hoonigan and I do, it's it's really about you know being creative and entertaining the fans, and and everyone seems to really enjoy that. So we try and 
make sure that we do everything the best that we possibly can. And like you said, rather put out uh, the the quality uh, you know, over the quantity, especially with something like this. We really would rather take our time and get it done right because really I only have one shot at doing something on an epic mountain like Pike's Peak. And, you know, and we want to make sure that when it comes out that it, it, it sets the right standard that we're accustomed to. And if not, then why bother? I agree. Well, thanks a lot for the time, Ken. I appreciate it, man. Uh, good luck up there in Canada, and uh, definitely be uh, tuned into the live stream and uh, pulling for you guys. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Good talking to you, Jim, and I uh, hope the, the rest of the show is great. And hope you're, uh, you're, uh, you know, everything that you're doing continues on uh, upwards and better, bigger and better. And we'll be back after this break on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning? When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks to everybody tuned in, uh, you know, on Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio, Sports Byline, American Forces Network, Podcast One, DownAndDirtyShow.com. Uh, Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe button over there to us. Uh, leave a rating. Please check out my new show, All Things Awesome, with Jan- Jonathan Coyle. Subscribe on iTunes to that, as well as Project Action. Uh, don't forget, May 9th and May 16th, Jim B. Resports back in action with East Short Course. We've got a couple of major events going on. Uh, you'll be able to stream uh, uh, you know, on Facebook, YouTube, and our Twitch channel. So looking forward to, uh, looking forward to those. Big thanks to Connor Daly, Mia Chapman, and uh, I guess going back a couple of years, Ken Block, for the interviews today. Big thanks to General Tire, Polaris, Razor, Vision, Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish, Optimus, GSP, XTV, Axles, uh, you know, and everybody who continues to uh, support the show couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, I am at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. You can give me a follow there. And if you're looking for a coupon code at Dirtfish Rally School, it is Jim Beaver 15. Yeah, Jim Beaver 15. That'll get you 15% off at Dirtfish. And, uh, you know, they are scheduling out classes right now. And I think things are supposed to go back to uh, – uh, to training up there very, very soon. So get those classes in, man. What a way to uh, blow off the rust and uh, get back in action with Dirtfish. And uh, PR-Jim Beaver, that'll get you 50% off there at iRacing right now if you're looking for a discount there. So uh, we're going to wrap things up. We'll be back uh, next week right here with another edition of the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Thanks for tuning in. Be safe, and uh, we'll see you guys right here next week. <laughs> Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. A special news and update station you control. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk.